it and start. Chevra uh, Yashikai for giving me the opportunity for speaking and also obviously for listening. I'll try to go as fast as I can to keep it under the five minute rule. You know, this week's Pasha, Pasha's Balaischa, says Balaischa Saneiros. So Rashi brings down that there are two shots, and one shot means the actual physical nair, the light, the candle has to go up. He has to make sure it goes up properly. And the second shot he gives is that there was a stepping, some sort of stepping stone or stepping wood. Machlaik is what it was made out of. And the coin would then step on that and get reach up to the top of the menorah. The chayr is a little schwer because we know in Parsh Tzav and Shemais, where he talks about Lalaisis and Neirais, and Rashi over there only brings the one shot of to be Mailas Haneris, but not the fact that there was a step in order for the client to stand up. So why is that? So in Santazak, as I saw in the Sefer called Aitzaplayas Hataira, that he brings down from the uh, Mayim Yechesko, who's an old Italian uh, rov years ago. And he says that in Parsha Shabbos, what are we talking about? Atta Tetzaba, Atta is going on Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, was 10 amas tall. And since Moshe Rabbeinu was 10 amas tall, he was able to reach the top of the Menorah. Mashenk and Aharon didn't have this 10 amas. Aharon was not able to reach. However, there are those that argue with that, and they say, no, it's not so true. Because we know that when Shemana Mishka was put on top of Aharon Akayin to be Kayin Gadol, Pasuk says, Kayin Gadol Miachicha. He had to be the biggest one. So we knew that Amaisa, what this did was the Shemana Mishka made him grow. So if he did grow, he was 10 amas. It was the same time as the Menorah. So in that case, why is it that Rashi would mention one time like this and one time like that, not mention the other's part about stepping on the stepping stone. So in Tzat Zach was at the, uh, the Chayva Rebbe years ago, went and he met Bnei Yisachar. When he met Bnei Yisachar, he asked Bnei Yisachar an interesting question. If you look at old Machzorim from years, years ago, especially Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, you'll notice that there was a picture on the front page. And on the front page, it would have a picture of Moshe Rabbeinu, who would be this uh, skinny, tall, tall individual. And then there was a picture of a Haran, kind of Gadol, who was a short, heavy set guy. When I say heavy, the picture actually shows that he was quite heavy, but he was wearing the Chayshna Mishmat and he was quite heavy. So the Zidushayva asked Bnei Yisoscha, what's Pshat? Why, where did they get this from? So Bnei Yisoscha told him back, it's Pashat. We know that it also says that a Haran Moshe was Shkulim. And since Moshe Rabbeinu was so tall, so Mimela, Aharon had to be his weight physically as much as that also. So the Machzer made him shorter and wider. Funny thing was that it's brought down there that the Talmudim started to laugh. They turned to the Talmudim, the Zidachayv, and the Zidachayv said, if the Mnei Yisachar is telling you something, no, it's Yisaitis Kedolim. Don't start questioning it. Don't laugh. There's something behind it. Be it as it may. You know, this week's Daf uh, Yoimi on Shabbos is the famous sugya where we see that uh, Rabbi Yechen was quite upset as Talmidim, that they didn't say Psakalacha B'Shem uh, Amrei. Now there's multiple reasons in Rishonim, why is it that they didn't say it and why was he upset? Which is the biggest question. Why was Rabbi Yechen so upset? So the answer is basically, we know that a Kalaim Adover B'Shem Amrei maybe Gula. So if it's maybe Gula, Rabbi Yechenon wanted them to make sure that his delivery Torah should go for generations to come and know that the Messiah and the Psach is this way. The it's Nagei to Rabbi Yechenon, because if you remember the other Gemara in, the, in Shas, where it says that Rabbi Yechenon lost 10 children, he had no children left over at the end. So the had no Zerah to continue his 
his outlook into life. So what did he do? He used to carry around the machlekes. It was a, st- a tooth or it was a piece of a bone to remind himself of his 10 children. But Lamaisa, he needed this. He needed that the people should go ahead and say things, but the same unright in order that besides maybe Gula, we also know right? Meaning that all of a sudden his mouth starts to move. This whole thing with Pshat, with the mouth starting to move, where does that come from? So you have to understand something that we don't understand this, but in Inya Kabbalah, there is such a thing as called Ranan. What does Ranan stand for? Ruach, Nefesh, and Neshama. We call Neshama, we say it's all the same. But there is three individual things. And there is Arach Haner. The Arach Haner says that when a person dies, especially a tzaddik, and he's laying in the kever, his nefesh is still there. But his body, the guf, is what's going to eventually evaporate. However, his ruach goes to Gan HaTachtain, and his neshama goes to Gan HaElyon. Do not ask me where this is or what this is. I have no idea what its understanding is. But when a, a tzaddik starts to talk, because why is he talking? Because his nefesh hears the Dvar in his name. Later, after he dies, the nefesh, which is the only cause of the reason why we have dibur, we have things in our body that allows us to speak. But what gives us to speak? It's only the nefesh. So this nefesh opens its mouth and starts to speak. Because of that, it brings chusim to the to the ruach and to the neshama. You know, it says also by uh, by Purim that uh, that Haman Arasha knew exactly when uh, Maishrabeno died. He did a, a pur and it came out that day. He said, "Great." Everybody asks, "What does that mean?" He knows all the halachas. Doesn't he know by tzaddikim Hashem is mashdim shenoisav? So we know that the day that he dies is the day that he was born. So what does the Gemara answer over there? He didn't know that. That he doesn't know, but he knows when he dies. And also, why does it say first you are born, then you will die? So the Chassam Seifer answers that by Tzadikim, when they are mace and their neshama goes up to Shemayim, that is when they have Leda. That is when their actual ladies, what the takas what they did down here, they fulfilled. That was just a, pr- a prosbar, just to get to where they got to go. But Lamaisa, when they get to the Shem on top, that's when they are fulfilled, which is also the reason why when Moshe Benu went up to Shemayim and, and the Malachim said, Mayalud Isha Benenu, and the Kachmarchu told him, hold on to the yarn, hold on to the kisei. So, what was Pshat hold on to the kisei? Why could he just answer the questions that you're not, you weren't a Mitzrayim, you can't be Mekayim the Mitzvahs. Elamai, no, the Malachim were correct. You're Yuludisha, but you also have a Neshama. So each one of us is Yuludisha and has a Neshama. And that Neshama is the Kashrus that we have to the Kisei Kabbat to Akadosh Baruch Lamala. I just want to end with two, two little things. Sam Sefi used to tell us Talmidim, when you say over Dvar Torah, you could say my Torah in your name. I don't care. But never say your Torah in my name. Because I don't want anybody to think that that's the way I paskin because you said it. I have to remember, keep that in mind. No, there are Mayor Shapiro, Musada Dafyoni. Uh, they said, bring down a story that he was talking to a Talmud, and the Talmud looked at his Rebbe and he said, Rebbe, I don't understand this Masha, I have a question. And the Mayor Shapiro looked at him and said, What are you talking about? There's no such Masha. And the Talmud kept on saying, Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mayor Shapiro told him, Go ahead, bring me out of the Masha. Brought out the Masha from the Masha. They went through it. And it was as Mayor Shapiro said, there was no Marsha. So then the, the Talmud felt bad. He said, you're right, Rebbe, you're right. But Mayor Shapiro told him, I want you to know two things. 
because of what you did, the Masha's mouth is open and it's not moving. His his goof, his mouth is open, it's just standing there. Why? Because But you were wrong. So he opened his mouth. Not only that, if you say something, maybe Gula. So Mashiach all of a sudden stretched out his foot and he stopped. Why? Because you said it the same in the Marshal, but it's not true. He never said that. So Mashiach had to stop. So not only did you cause the Marshal to have an open mouth, you caused Mashiach to stop. Whoever know exactly what we say, try to be mocked in what you say. That's the most important. Yashikayach Zagazint.